This episode of the Hubcast is brought to you by Narrative SEO. Find and correct infrastructure problems on your website that keep your site from getting traffic, leads, and conversions. Learn more at narrativeseo.com slash hubcast. And welcome back to the Stankin' Hubcast. Y'all, it's Duffmeister and me, Sharedog, and we, we are coming off a high, Duffy. Ooh, high, what a week. High times at Impact High because <laughs> of uh, what was Impact Live. But now it's going to be something different. We're going to talk about that. Before we get into that, let's just dive uh, quickly into what's going on with um with that other event yeah like that other event otherwise known as inbound <laughs> because don't call it a conference people it is an event all right inbound's coming up like three weeks away duffy so you tell me what's on your mind and i'm gonna tell you what's on mine because i got things on my mind about this yeah well if you are listening to this when it airs, you likely are eligible to reserve your session. So if you haven't done that yet, this is a PSA to everybody. It's time to register for your sessions. There was ones that I registered. I think I was one of the first to be able to register. It was August 5th was when I was able to, and there were already some sessions that were sold out. So that's a thing that happens. So you got to get on that. Um, That's pretty crazy. Yeah. I want to give a special shout out to our friend Will Smith for already signing up for Sorry Marcus my session. Dun dun dun. <laughs> well, you know, I'm happy to hear that because um something happened with the inbound scheduling this year. And the inbound event coordinator said, you know, Let's let's take the Hubcast community and pit it up against each other, <laughs> because it's not just us, us, Duffy. You know, Stephanie Bioki got a slot at Inbound, and of course, when is she speaking? Lo, it is at the same time we are speaking. No so, way. So, if you can believe it, the Duffmeister, the Share Dog, and the Queen of All Things uh, community. Stephanie Bioki, we're all pitted up against each other. So here's the wow. thing, though. Here's the thing, though. Um, there's there's plenty to go around, right? And hopefully, um, at least one of us, if not more than one of us, will have an encore. We'll see. Either way, get your team to sign up for our sessions. And Duffy's, you're going to learn a ton. And mine, you're going to laugh, and you're going to say, "Golly, Dale's freaking great." And uh, you might learn something. I don't know. And then Stephanie's, we got to find out what what Stephanie's is going to be jam-packed with information. Hers is on um, chatbots, building your first first chatbot, which is like, I love, I love Impact's chatbots. Like as far as what people are doing with conversations, Stephanie and Mariah with Impact's chatbots are doing the best stuff. The best. So if you're going to learn how to set up your first chatbot, Stephanie is the person to learn it from. So I need to complain for a second about inbound Duffy. And this is, this is, um, this is the part where those that are, that are in Boston roll their eyes because I have to preface. um, 
the disclaimer here is I love Inbound. I love the people. I love the attendees. I love the company. You all know that. I love HubSpot. Um, and I'm grateful that I've been a speaker at Inbound for, well, every year. Okay. So I'm grateful for all those things. And I, and I recognize that. It, it does make me um, sad that there isn't – so if you look at like all these amazing authors that are out there that have written business books um, in the last couple of years. I mean, there's just some really great ones. I could go down the list, but let's be honest. There's a lot of great business books. They're not there. Mm-hmm. They're this not on is, the main stage. And on the main stage. This is the first year. It seems like every year we have less business speakers on the main stage. Now, someone would argue that and they would say, no, but you don't understand, Marcus. These are celebrities that have um, an angle that could help audience members in some way, shape, or form. Uh, look at Jennifer Garner, who, trust me, I mean, Jennifer Garner, I'm a fan since I was like 12 years old. I was like, that's the hottest <laughs> chick in the world, right? I mean, who doesn't love Jennifer Garner, right? But the thing about it is this. She, she is, um, she's going to be talking about how she grew a business, which is great, great. And um, how she worked with investors, which is great. But here's the thing, Duff. How many of the businesses that are using HubSpot are looking for their next round of funding right now. It's an extremely small number. Mm -hmm. So in other words, this has always been, for the most part, an SMB product, right? Um, with a lot of traditional businesses. Now, granted, HubSpot has tried to move upstream, but what I understand, it seems like all their messages is, you know, a lot, a lot of it is is for the upstream. And there's just not that, you know, I mean, it was the years that we've had Gary Vaynerchuk and the years that we've had Seth Godin and, you know, and even, even Brene Brown, even though it wasn't straight business per se, it was something that I felt like everybody could just say, wow, you know, this was great. Now, it doesn't mean that the messages that are on the main stage are not important. They are important. This has always been the debate, right? It's like, right. Is, 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 is the goal of inbound to solve every problem in the world or is the goal of inbound to help us grow our businesses? Right. Right. And um, they made the decision to solve all the problems. Yep. Uh, but that, and that's fine. That's fine. And that's one of the reasons why they've grown it to where they've grown it to, because that, that enables you to, to scale it arguably bigger than what it is. Um, but I think it also gives opportunity for, let's say other business focused events too. Right. Right. Mm. Which we'll transition to here in a minute. But anyway, yeah. those are my thoughts. Are you feeling me? Do I sound like a negative Nelly Marcus or am I off the track? I think, uh, I think you articulated that well. I think in, as I've seen and looking at, you know, we're going to talk about impact live a little bit later. 
But watching that event and having gone to Inbound the last couple of years, having gone to Impact Live the last couple of years and seeing the contrast of having something that is so focused on business and teams and helping businesses grow in the SMB space is such a powerful thing to have. And contrasting that to, I think what Inbound has done is it's it's very like individualized and personalized. Like it's like, we're going to we're going to bring people that like individuals will be excited about and interested in, and maybe we'll inspire individuals in some personal type of way, whether it's in their business or in their lives versus a really keen observation you just made. I've never thought about it like that, but it is, it has become an event for the individual in, in, in that, that would appeal to many different types of individuals. Mm-hmm. And again, that's, that's a good thing for, a group of people. That's a very keen observation though. I feel yeah. you. I feel you. But I also feel that we had an amazing stinking week last week. I mean, it was just, it was just, it was just amazing. And you wanted to, you wanted to, um, you wanted to integrate a, a particular section mm-hmm. into this, um, into, into, I don't know if this, just tell us about this because you had an amazing <laughs> talk. So Duffy killed it on stage at Impact Live. I mean, she's just flat out, just, just, she's wrecked. She just wrecked the audience <laughs> with knowledge. Um, and it was arguably the greatest title of a talk that I've ever seen. <laughs> um, and so, so I want to introduce something that I don't really know uh, what it's going to be about today. <laughs> and that is certified dope section of the Hubcast. So tell us about that, Duffy. Because yes, if, if you're at Impact not- Live, you know what this is, but... If you weren't, let me give you some context because it's okay. So the title of my talk at Impact Live was Three Qualities of Dope Hubspotters. And, you know, I like to keep it light. I like to keep it fun. And I'm kind of known at Impact for using the word dope. So I just decided to throw it in there. But when Marcus and I were prepping for this talk, Marcus, you essentially asked me, what are the three of the things that you've seen people do in HubSpot in or around HubSpot recently that have been powerful, that have made them successful? And so I basically took three stories from people that I've worked with recently who have just done some of the dopest things um, and had some of the dopest things happen because of the ways that they've used HubSpot. Um, and I just put that into a talk and sort of looked at what were those qualities that those people had that helped them to find that success. And, and really, so the reason why I wanted to add the segment Certified Dope is it's really the part of the show where we talk about things people are doing that are indeed Certified Dope in and around HubSpot. Um, so today, yeah. I want to talk about one specific story that was from my talk. And we'll talk about that over the next couple of weeks. I'm not totally ditching report on this because if you know me, you know that I love me some custom reporting. So we're just going to keep it fresh. You never know what you're going to get. But I just saw from that talk, how excited people were and, and how much people connected with those real life stories of how other people are using the tools, even if other people aren't using the tools the same way that they are, or people are in a completely different industry. And so the first story that I told in my talk of somebody that was certified dope is a guy named Daniel Gray from Standard Office Systems. 
And I won't go into to too much detail here because I've actually talked a little bit about him before a bunch of episodes ago. But what he did was he had a problem where he was wearing a million hats. He had way too much on his plate, but he, he was a one-man marketing band and he couldn't convince um, his, his boss or the, the powers that be to get him help because he couldn't clearly show or prove the ROI of what he was doing. And that was because they were using a homegrown CRM sales system that they couldn't connect easily to HubSpot. But one day Daniel decided he was going to fix that. And he kind of painstakingly got an export of all of their deals from the previous fiscal year. He put them into a spreadsheet. He manipulated the spreadsheet in such a way that he could bring in his deals. He could associate those deals with the companies that already existed in HubSpot that they were tracking and had data on. And so then he could pull custom reports that looked at the original source or the first conversion of those companies. And he found that there was over like $800,000 of revenue that came from his marketing efforts in a single fiscal year. And he was able to even look at specific things like, are the open houses that I have to run on site and do all these logistics for every quarter worth my time? Well, he found that there was a couple hundred thousand dollars of revenue that came from three of the quarterly open houses that he did. And it was such a powerful thing because right now, because of doing that, and because he was able to clearly show the rest of the team the revenue returns on the things that he was doing, he's now just finishing hiring his first marketing department employee. And that's amazing. That is a huge organizational win for him. And it was a single act of, of proving, and the, the quality that I used was proof, he went above and beyond to prove the value that he was creating for the organization. And it just like hearing that I had known that he had, had done this import and had connected all of his revenue to those deals. And that happened a few months ago. But when I followed up with him for his talk, that was when he told me, because I did that, I'm now getting to finally hire somebody on my team to help me do this and help me do it better. And that like, that gave me chills. I was so pumped about that. Well, this is a beautiful, this is, this is what happens stuff when marketers say, I, I will, I will not accept the inability to track. I am mm-hmm. going to show the revenue that we are generating and they don't stop until they do. Yeah, And so, you know, you have a group that just sits there and says, you know, I'm, I'm not giving enough resources, I'm not giving enough this, I'm not giving enough that. And then you have another group, like this instance, and they essentially take the law in their own hands, right, as they say, mm-hmm. <laughs> and just, just makes it happen, just makes it happen. And this is how you get buy-in. This is how you then get the things that you want. Because the things you want, like resources and more help, comes as a byproduct of the buy-in. And the buy-in comes as a byproduct of the education. The education comes as a byproduct of you taking the action to make sure that somebody gets it. In this case, we had a massive data shift, like like organization Mm -hmm. um, that occurred. And therefore, we're showing improving ROI and everybody's high-fiving beautiful thing it is well, it's certified name? dope 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's his name? Daniel, you said? Daniel. Daniel. I think you need to, in this this segment, every time, the person's name and then saying what you said at the event. So I'll let you say it right now. Daniel Gray at SOS. He's certified dope. Yes, he is. <laughs> certified. We need a um, certified dope, um, uh, like, audio soundbite that, like, plays in that during the certified dope. Yeah, you want to work on that? Yeah. I think that's that's uh, good stuff. So uh, speaking of good stuff, uh, not that we want to make this an Impact Live love fest, but it was freaking unbelievable. Let's be honest. If you were there, you're like, holy cow, this was tremendous because it was tremendous. And a couple of things that made it really unique was the fact that we did a full-on workshop with everybody that was there. There's about 550 people in the room. So we did a workshop with everybody, which is unusual. Yeah. And it was powerful. Also, the star of the show were the teams. So it's an event for teams. And um, so many teams came up and shared the story of how they applied the Ask You Answer. And the financial impact and the cultural impact, which really came out a lot, that it had on their organization. Um, it was a room full of They Ask You Answer practitioners. And just amazing to see everything that they are uh, doing with it. And, you know, we realized, Duffy, from this event that um, we're on to something, which is also one of the reasons why we have changed the name for next year. And, And this is very, very significant because it's been called Impact Live. The problem with that, and this is just messaging 101, right? And then, of course, in hindsight, I'm like, yeah, that was dumb. But, um, the problem with that is it goes back to what we teach people in terms of their, their homepages and the messaging on their homepage. So like if, if, the, if the headline of your homepage could go on any company's homepage or any industry's homepage, well, then it's probably not good, right? So if your headline says fast, reliable, all about you, okay, that could apply to about 99% of businesses in the world, right? So that's not a good headline. For the homepage of your website. And that's a it's a quick test that you can make. Impact Live wasn't a good, that wasn't a good quote headline. Why? Because you couldn't say, oh, that's me, or that's not me. Mm-hmm. And this is so much of messaging 101, right? Is the person needs to be able to say, ah, I, I'm in that group. So you can you can hear the event called inbound and say, oh, I do inbound marketing, even though it's not really about inbound marketing, a lot of it. That you can say that, right? Content marketing world. Oh, I'm a content marketer. Social media marketer. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm a social media marketer. But up to this point, you really haven't been able to say that about live if you didn't know anything about it. If you didn't know impact, if you didn't know the community, if you didn't know the ask you answer. Right? So now we have digital sales and marketing world. In fact, if you read the revised version of They Ask You Answer, which is out and crushing because it's got so much great stuff on video, on conversational marketing, on what the perfect inbound website looks like, um, new case studies, but but when when we look at what's happening here, there's really the shift towards digital sales and marketing, and that is the phrase that that I'm using a, t- a ton in the revised version of the book. In fact, yeah. I went back and changed a lot of the times when I said maybe inbound or I said content, and I literally changed it over to digital sales and marketing because. The convergence of the two is so strong. The overlap is so great. And the need for an event that specifically focuses on bringing 
digital sales and marketing together for teams so that there's complete buy-in, so that we eliminate the silos. It's incredibly important. And that's what we accomplished this year. And that's what we're accomplishing going forward. And so if you haven't checked it out, make sure you, you go to the website, digitalsalesandmarketingworld.com. You'll see that there's uh, an early bird for, for next year that's happening right now. It is the event, the premier event for teams. That's the one thing I want to stress to you. If you're a frustrated marketer and you're, and you're, you're like, I have to get buy-in. And what's amazing about this is we already have hundreds, literally, of people signed up for, for next year. A very large portion are sales managers and leaders. That's what it, well, that's what's going to make this event special, and we want you to be a part of the movement. So anyway, those are my thoughts on it. And oh, yeah, Duffy killed it on stage. <laughs> and I said a couple things, too. We had a whole, we had a whole bunch of impactors that killed it on stage. It was, it was in, in just people in general. Brian Halligan spoke, and I can't wait for you all to see his, his talk at Inbound. That's one I would miss if I was you. Because if there is a one keynote, like I, sh- I should, I should t- retract what I said. There is one keynote that's going to be about future of business. And that's mm-hmm. certainly Brian Halligan. It'll affect all of us. That You'll appreciate it because we got a preview of it yep. um, at live. Duffy, what say you? I agree. Halligan's was very good. Impact Live was, it was outrageous. And I loved even this year, digital sales and marketing world is super focused on teams. But even this year, a lot of people brought their teams or there was multiple oh, yeah. people oh, yeah. from teams and hearing that experience of, of them being there together, um, especially those that brought people from both the marketing and the sales side. It's just such a powerful thing. And the workshop I just loved and was so fun because it, it forced people to literally sit there and talk with their team about these things. And it, it was like, you couldn't just sit there and listen to the talks and nod your head and say, that was really nice. And that made me feel good. And I'm going to go back with a little bit more energy to my company. Like you couldn't just sit there and do that. You had to think about these things critically. You had to be real um, and talk about those things with your team. And that was just really fun to watch that happening. I do want to give some special shout outs. We had some Hubcast listeners. Oh, we sure did, man. It was so great. We gave out some swag. Ari from Digi, Mike from Redguard and the rest of the Redguard team and Jim, Bree and Chris from the team at AES Education. Those guys, those guys are all killing it. We love them and we're grateful that we got to hang out with them last week. It was so fun. Yeah, and there's so many more that we could mention. You guys are awesome. We appreciate your support. Hopefully, you felt like you were heard and that you were listened to and that you were a part of something special. At Impact Live, now digital sales and marketing world. Okay, so let's uh, let's move out of that and let's talk about someone that uh, actually spoke this year um, with our just SEO expert, Franco Valentino. SEO is, is something that is that is misunderstood by many people, Duff, right? And um, because what's interesting is we teach SEO. Mm-hmm. In our consulting, we teach it. The thing about it is we teach about 95% of it in terms of how it's done. But there's another 5%, and that's 5%. That's, that's my interpretation of it. It could be more or less than that, which is considered technical SEO. That is a very different game. It's a different language. 
and it's somewhat like reading the matrix. <laughs> and that's why we have a great sponsor of this episode, which is Narrative SEO. Tell us about them, Duff. Yeah. These guys do technical SEO for inbound marketers. That is it at its very simplest. And I think you put it really well, Marcus, is that we talk about SEO as marketers from a lot of like front page aspects. You got to have good titles and meta descriptions and things like that. We may even talk about things like page speed, but a lot of times people don't even know how to look at something like page speed. And so what Franco and his team do, because he's got a team of people behind him, it's not just him, but they are some of the most deeply technical people I have ever met. I get on calls with them and my head explodes because they know they have such in-depth knowledge on this stuff, on all of the back-end technical stuff, things like site speed and looking at mobile sites, but things that like I can't even talk intelligently about <laughs> because it's it's that technical. Things like schema markup, which is a really hot topic, um, especially this year. And what the team at Narrative SEO does is they do technical SEO audits and consulting services that help you identify weaknesses and areas for technical SEO. Sometimes it is on-page stuff. They help you identify that stuff too. And they give you actual next steps to fix them um, and help walk you through that process. So if you are struggling to hit rankings, even though you're doing the Ask You Answer, you're doing content marketing, you're doing video, but you're still struggling to increase your, your search rankings, um, check out narrativeseo.com slash hubcast. Start with a technical SEO audit. You'll have a million things to go off of from there. Those guys are... I, we can't speak more highly of them. We've been working very closely with them for a long time. And we're so grateful to have them as a sponsor. Yeah, Narrative SEO, um, we appreciate you and your sponsorship of the show and the relationship that we have um, really as, as partners. Okay, so let's, um, let's talk about a wish list item. This is when we talk about what we wish HubSpot would do and... Oftentimes, they respond because they do care. They want to have a great product. Um, and uh, today, it is associate one contact to multiple companies. I like this one, Duff, because it definitely happens. Yes. Speaking of HubSpot listening, there's actually an active beta for this right now. So part of the reason why I wanted to bring it up is because there's a link in the show notes where you can go and actually fill out a form to get enrolled in the active beta. So... I'm going to read to you exactly what this feature is that's in active beta. And if you're like, this is exactly what I've been looking for, you can go in right, right now um, and get enrolled into it. So what this feature is going to do is add a related companies to your contacts. This feature will add a secondary card to your contact records called related companies. From this card, you can add a related company and choose the contacts role at that company from a preset list, board member, contractor, manager, owner, partner, reseller. Right now in the active beta, these roles cannot be modified, but you can set those for related companies. So let's say you have you know, a contact that works for a company, but they're also a partner of another company and you want to make sure you have that association, you can set that up. A note here is that this is the extent of that feature at this time. So contacts can't be segmented right now based on their related companies. And so it's not like a 
a hard association, if you will. Um, and the related company and role can't be imported at this time. But obviously, this is something that they're working on. Um, if you're excited about it, get in there and vote it up so that we can get this released to everybody. Um, and make sure that you comment in there if you do want to see some more extended features with associating contacts to multiple companies. Word, voted up people, exercise, your right to vote. All right, so let's let's close this episode out with a couple of updates that HubSpot has come out with. We've got a new tool to manage user permissions in bulk, and we've got now live related articles and knowledge base. Bring it to us there, Duff. Yes. So before you get too excited about bulk permissions, I have to tell you that this is an enterprise-only Feature. Dun, dun, dun. I really, I really, really hope they trickle this down soon because it's, I, in my opinion, my humble opinion, it shouldn't be an enterprise only feature that it is right now. So with the launch of roles, you have a centralized way to manage the permissions for an entire group of users. So you can quickly add or update a group of users access within HubSpot. So let's say you as an admin of your account want to create a role for the marketers on your team. So they all have the same permissions. You have a bunch of people that need the same permissions. You can apply those same permissions to new marketers when they join um, by creating permissions based on role. So if you go in, you have this, if you're on enterprise right now, into the users and teams section, you can create a role, give it a name and set the permissions. And then it basically almost functions like a, a template, a, a user template, where once you're adding a user, editing a user, you can select the permission set for like marketer, sales rep, et cetera. Um, so once you create a role, you can apply it to your users one-off or in bulk. And then any changes that you make to that role later on, if you're like, oh, I realize that my marketers don't really need access to this feature, any changes that you make to that role will be applied to all of the users that are associated with that role. So a really nice feature. I really hope they trickle it down to at least pro, if not starter as well. But it's enterprise across any of the hubs. So if you have any of the uh, enterprise on any of the hubs, you get it. Yeah. Do, so you're on a stake. Does this make sense as, as an enterprise-only feature? In other words, sometimes I get it, right? And sometimes I'm like, what? Which one is this for you? <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of those things where I get it in terms of like kind of the generalization of really large teams are on enterprise. And so they need to be able to manage those things easier. So it's definitely a bigger value add for probably a lot of people using enterprise than for, you know, people that are on pro that have smaller teams, but you have some really large teams that are on the pro growth suite that have a really annoying time setting up all their user permissions. Um, so it's, yeah. I kind of get it. I get why they're doing it. But if I was on pro only, I would be sad. Yeah. And I know yeah. some people are. And with respect to this, this related articles on knowledge base? Yeah, this is super simple. So now if you're using the knowledge base, you now have a toggle in settings to enable related articles that will show at the bottom of each of your knowledge-based articles. So at the bottom of every article, 
related articles are essentially driven by a machine learning model that's based on article category, click-through rate, and other criteria. So it's kind of like popularity plus the category will pull in related articles for you. So right now you don't really have any control over it. You basically just toggle it on in your settings to show related articles and HubSpot's going to do it for you. But again, a really nice feature that they're adding in there um, and a nice way to, you know, if they made it any more complicated, people would probably break it. So it's a nice, it's a nice thing to just be able to toggle on. If you're using the knowledge base, you might as well do it. Um, and, you know, I think that going back to when they first released Service Hub, I think eventually you're going to get a lot more customization around the knowledge base. But right now, they're really just trying to make it super easy to use, a great user experience. And this is a great way to do that. Indeed. And this was a great episode, Duffy. As always, appreciate you. Appreciate our listeners because you all are what make the show. And of course, if you haven't left left a review on the tunes or any of those other places where people frequent for podcasts please uh leave us a review on the itunes uh tell us really just tell your friends tell your friends uh, hey you know um if you're doing the hubspot you got to be listening to the hub cast but other than that duffy i think it's time to bring it home it is time to bring it home. Hey, if you've got a story or you've heard a story recently that you think is certified dope. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Shoot me an email. Duffy at impactbnd.com. Hit me up on Twitter at Karina G. Duffy. And until next time, this is Karina Duffy and Marcus Sheridan saying to you, get out there and get after it.